Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern, Ned Reynolds, in the studio on a Tuesday morning. So I read a headline this morning, which I thought was actually pretty funny. Nikola Djokovic and the Nuggets are the most casual NBA champs ever. And I actually think that's pretty accurate. There's no flash. It's just really good basketball. Well, there man. is. There's definitely no flash to it, and there wasn't a flash last night. That <laughs> Denver wins the NBA championship, the NBA World Championship, because these many of these players are not from this country, including uh, Jokovic, who is Jokic, I should say. You got the two of them: the tennis player and the basketball player. All, mixed all, up. <laughs> all names we can't pronounce. Jokic uh, is, of course, Serbian, and really, I think probably brings to the fore the number of foreign, especially European players, who are in the NBA. So we can classify it as the NBA World Championship. But it was hardly what you would call an artistic success. I don't know why these players just don't wear football helmets and shoulder pads out there. The officials are not calling anything. And when they do, they're touch fouls, for heaven's sake. Anyway, uh, Jokic was the reason that the Nuggets won the game. He had 28 points and 16 rebounds last night. In fact, Denver out-rebounded Miami 71-50 to in this game, and that really was the big difference. And Jokic is quite literally the big difference. At 7-1, whatever he is, and 285 pounds, he is an absolute horse underneath and plays the game so very well. Casual? Yeah, I can, I can understand that. But in terms of an artistic success and a smoothly flowing ball game the championship game was not that at all neither team shot the ball very well for some reason maybe it was because of miami's aggressive defense that denver had trouble and denver outshot had 38 field goals to 34 for miami miami had their chances and simply could not capitalize down the stretch did get some breaks with some foul shooting but that's over and above everything denver wins the championship and denver could be back they could have several years of dominance in the NBA. They're a young team. Jamal Murray is a tremendous player. Jokic is a, well, he's two-time NBA Most Valuable Player. And still, while he's not a kid anymore, he can still play the game and offers a huge barrier in there for any team. He's the reason the Nuggets won it uh, this series. I'll tell you one thing, though. If they make it look easy, that just tells you how good they are, and that's one thing I think you can say about the Nuggets is they definitely made it look easy. Yeah, not, not easy, casual. Casual. Well, hey, that's what they said, man. I mean, that's... that's, that's there's, there's, there's a bit of a difference. The easy, you know, it was not easy. Miami had many chances to win the game, just couldn't get it done. Denver was really Denver, the better team and the stronger team. Well... Congratulations to the Nugs for winning the championship. All right, is the Field 8 now set for the College Baseball World Series? Finally got the two pieces to the puzzle put in yesterday. These are games that were delayed for weather or whatever the circumstances might have been. But the two new teams in there are Tennessee and Stanford. And it's an eight-team field for the College World Series, which begins coming up on Friday up in Omaha, Nebraska. So the eight teams are Wake Forest, which is the number one ranked team in the country, LSU, Oral Roberts from down in Tulsa. Bears played them twice this year and split with them. Oral Roberts, a nice ball club. Florida, Virginia, Texas Christian, Stanford, and Tennessee. That's the field of eight that goes to Omaha vying for the NCAA National Baseball Championship known euphemistically as the College World Series. 
Last but not least, uh, what's the uh, setting for the uh, U.S. Open that's happening later this week? Yeah, it tees off on Thursday, and this is the national championship of this country, the United States Open Golf Tournament. They're playing this year at the Los Angeles Country Club, and that's not to be confused with Bel Air or Riviera or some of the others out in Los Angeles. This is the L.A. Country Club. Been around since the late 1800s, but has never hosted the U.S. Open. They've had other tournaments out there, but never the U.S. Open. They play on the L.A. Country Club North Course, which is a par 70, a little over 7,000 yards. It'll be what's described as a very nice test for the pros from yeah, both the PGA and the Live. The Live golfers are allowed to play in this. So it will be a very interesting test. But the U.S. Open, always a major challenge. And when the tour people, when the individuals who govern the uh, the uh, crown jewel of golf, which is the Open and the Masters and the PGA and the British Open. When they inspect these courses, they are looking very carefully at the most difficult challenges for the pros and L.A. Country Club. Will so, be Cardinals, please tell me something good, man. Wish I could. Oh, God. They are now 13 games under 500 after another loss last night. Record is 27 wins, 40 losses. Boy, that's not Cardinals-like at all. Cardinals played the San Francisco Giants last night. Should have, in my opinion, won the game. Did not. San Francisco 4, St. Louis Cardinals 3. Cardinals had many chances to take the lead. In fact, they did have the lead, 3-2 to two in this game. On a home run by Paul Goldschmidt. But San Francisco came back late in the game. The, Giant, the Cardinals, should say, had the tying and potential lead runs on base late in the ballgame and could not get get them home, and that is the story of their season. I'm of the opinion that the lineup is not structured correctly. They don't have key hitters. First of all, they're out of sync. They aren't playing well at all. Had two home runs last night, which accounted for all three runs. Two-run homer by Goldschmidt, one-run homer, single homer by Paul DeYoung. That's not how you win games, gang. You win games with key hits, advancing runners, Base hits, singles, doubles, small ball, that's going to set runners up. Then you can come up with your big bashers, but the Cardinals are not doing that. Lose 4-3, to three, now 13 games under 500, and we're approaching, we're approaching a very critical point of this season where they're going to have to make some decisions. The Cardinals and Giants do play again tonight. All right. Uh, this breaks my heart. Missouri baseball really not having a great, great year at all. Um... But there is some good news, and that is the fact that a former Missouri State Bear who got let go earlier this season finally has a new home. He does. This is Luke Voigt, about whom we're talking. A couple years ago, he led the major leagues in home runs during the pandemic when they only had 60 games. Uh, Luke Voigt hit 22 home runs in that short period for the New York Yankees. He hit 22 last year for the San Diego Padres and the Washington Nationals. He was on both teams. Well, this year he had none for the Milwaukee Brewers. None at all, and they let him go last week. Now, Luke Voigt did sign a minor league contract with the New York Mets. Signed it yesterday. He's being assigned to the Mets AAA Farm Club in Syracuse, New York. See what happens, see if he gets his stroke back, see if he can play. He's only 32 years old, and Big Luke can hit the ball. We all know that. He's certainly had his share in the major leagues. He's a guy who has plenty of muscle, plenty of potential. He's the guy, Mike, when he was down here and I interviewed him, I think it was three years ago, two or three years ago. He's the one that on the ESPN network, showing his training, 
He's the one who can bench press with one hand. I have never seen that done, and he did it not just with one, but with the other. Left and, uh, left and right arm, he was able to do the uh, bench presses with one. And that takes some doing when you're talking about two, 250, I think it's 250 is what he was lifting. One hand, one arm, come on. <laughs> He's pretty good, pretty strong. Pretty strong dude. That's uh, not an easy feat. All right, you know what? We do have some good news, and that is the fact that we are one day closer to the start of the NFL season, which means the preseason game is when, my guy? August the 3rd. It's a Thursday night, August the 3rd. So we're just a, a, just a little bit over a month away from that first preseason game, which, of course, by tradition, is the Hall of Fame game. Play it in Canton, Ohio this year, and, of course, it'll be... It'll be really a nothing game in which most of the scrubinis will be in there, but it's the Cleveland Browns against the New York Jets, and probably the regulars will get the first series of plays in there, and then that'll be it. But that's the first of the exhibition games. It's Thursday, and it is August the 3rd. That's when they'll have the first Hall of Fame preseason game. Then the rest of the teams follow up. Chiefs had three exhibition games, two of them on the road this year, but the last one is home. Well. One day closer to the beginning of football, and that's what I love the most, my guy. You have a great Tuesday, Ned. I'll see you tomorrow.